This is a podcast from Minute Media. Hello, and welcome to the Over and Back Classic NBA Podcast. I'm Rich Krejci, no Jason Mann for this show, but that's okay because we are going to talk about, well, I guess it's not okay because we're going to talk about the worst, well, maybe until 2022, the worst slam dunk contest of all time. There's probably worse ones. There is. I'm sure there are worse ones, but none had the ramifications that the 1997 NBA slam dunk contest did because Kobe Bryant is going to triumph in the slam dunk contest, and that is always seen as obviously a, a part of his resume that he won the slam dunk contest, but the dunk contest is going to get canceled. And we're going to touch on that a little bit in this episode. This episode, we're going to focus a lot on, you know, what happened afterwards. We do a lot of these and, and you know, in the prior episodes, we do a lot of recaps of what's going on in the slam dunk contest themselves. This one, I think it's important to talk about what happened after as well, because the, you know, you know what, what the result of the 1997 slam dunk contest is going to have reverberations for years to come. And it's not going to be until 2000, which doesn't seem like a long time, but it took a very special set of circumstances for the slam dunk contest to come back uh, in the year 2000 after, you know, this contest feels like this is it. This is the nadir. It's never coming back. It's done forever. Uh, So we're going to touch on that uh, a little bit, but I hope you guys are enjoying the series, the NBA on 75 series. Uh, We're doing this in conjunction with fansided.com and the step back at fansided.com. So uh, let's, let's get right into it. The 1997 NBA slam dunk contest. The less said about the 1997 NBA Slam Dunk Contest, the better. Sure, a young Kobe Bryant won the contest, adding the first bullet onto what would become his extensive resume. But other than the history of Kobe winning, the competition was an utter disaster. We can't talk about the 1997 Dunk Contest first without talking about what happened in its aftermath. The NBA canceled the Slam Dunk Contest. Done. Finished. Over. In its place, a new event called Two Ball a shooting competition teaming one NBA player with a WNBA player from their city. As heartbreaking as it was, watching the last few slam dunk contests, it was hard to argue with the NBA's decision. What had once been one of the charter events on NBA Saturday night had become boring and mundane and uncreative and just a drain on the night. George Gervin, he would say, obviously one-time judge of the competition, would say, we're seeing a lot of the same things, you get tired of looking at it. David Thompson, one of the more legendary dunkers in dunk contest history from the Denver Nuggets, he says, the last few years, a lot of the top dunkers haven't participated, and it's gotten a little stale. There's nothing new out there. So for the 1998 NBA All-Star Saturday, for the first time in 14 years, there was going to be no slam dunk contest during All-Star Weekend. Was this goodbye for now? Goodbye forever? Was the dunk contest ever coming back? Nobody really knew at the time but it would be put on ice in 1998, as we mentioned. In 1999, the NBA's lockout took away the entire All-Star weekend. And obviously, we know what's going to happen in 2000. We'll touch on that in our next episode. But keep in mind that without the special set of circumstances, and without Vince Carter showing himself to David Stern in the NBA that he was going to be a great dunker, without him saying, yes, I will do the dunk contest. There's a very good chance the dunk contest doesn't come back in 2000, and there's a very good chance the dunk contest is largely thought of as something that, oh, yeah, they used to do that on All-Star Weekend. That used to be pretty cool. There's no guarantee that that ever comes back. 
There's no guarantee that they ever think that it, Vince Carter is the reason this contest comes back. It's the reason it stays forever and why how it's so hard to think of getting rid of it now because it just, you know, Vince Carter's performance was so good. And there's been so many other, you know, really, really good, really good standout performances since then that it, it just stands the test of time. But it, it is it is a fascinating thought to think about because at this time the NBA was pretty much done with it. They had pretty much resigned themselves to the fate that this thing was over. So when we recap and review the 1997 NBA Slam Dunk Contest, remember that this is the one that nearly killed it. And it's not entirely fair to the 1997 competition alone. Kind of is. We'll talk about it. But years of malaise built up to this moment where, despite the youthful energy of Bryant and despite the competitiveness of a Michael Finley and whatnot, the competition was dead. And as far as we knew, this was its final chapter. The competitors. Kobe Bryant. Kobe wasn't quite, you know, Kobe just yet, but he was still Kobe. Everybody knew this guy was going to be a star. It just felt like it was a matter of time. Chris Carr. You would be justified in asking who the hell Chris Carr is. Well, Carr was a solid role player for the Suns and the Timberwolves and would end up becoming a journeyman last playing in the NBA for the Boston Celtics in 2001. Michael Finley. Despite being traded during his sophomore year, Finley was on the trajectory of being a top player in the league, and he would assume the role as Dallas's key piece for their next attempt at a rebuild. Obviously, he'd get passed up by Dirk Nowitzki, but played a key role in them returning to prominence. Darvin Ham. Now look, when you have nicknames like Duncan Darvin and Ham Slamwich, you need to be a part of this competition. And Darvin Ham went undrafted, but was work his way into NBA rotations and carve out a very, very decent eight-year NBA career. Ray Allen. Yes, Ray Allen. Jesus Shuttlesworth, who was known more for his three-point prowess, a.k.a. being the best three-point shooter in NBA history until Steph Curry, than his dunking ability. But at this time, Duncan was kind of an all-around player and could do it all. And finally, the hometown representative, Bob Sura, who was looking to follow in the footsteps of Brent Berry in the 1996 competition as the de facto white guy that wins the competition. Uh, Brent Berry won the 1996 competition. And uh, spoiler alert, Bob Sura is not going to win the 1997 competition. The competition. There's a very fun what-if scenario at play in the 1997 slam dunk contest. And I'd be remiss if I didn't bring this up. Allen Iverson, Philadelphia 76ers Dynamo point guard at this time, had to bow out due to injuries sustained during the rookie-sophomore game that happened earlier in the day. There is a very interesting scenario here that could a dynamic performance from one of the NBA's otherworldly young talents, a very brash young talent, a very boisterous young talent, a very marketable young talent, could he have saved the competition? He was fun. He was short. He had a knack for getting reactions out of the fans. He doesn't seem like a great dunk contest dunker, but he could throw down some good dunks, and he was short. And he, Like I said, there's a lot of stuff at play here. And there is a scenario. There is an absolute scenario where Iverson is in this competition and gives this competition enough juice. Maybe he wins the whole thing, enough juice to sustain it for a few more years and let people forget about 96 and 95 and some of the other lean years here. There's a real chance it could happen. But it didn't. So, alas, it doesn't matter, you know, if it happened or not. But I'm very. It's a very. It's something to think about when this competition is. We're reviewing this, or if you, God forbid, go and rewatch this on your own. This year features a radically new format, uh, where in the first round each dunker would get three dunks. Then the judges would grade their round instead of individual dunks. So you'd get three dunks, and they would say, okay, this round is a forty-five total. But yeah, you'd be you'd be graded on how you performed in the round, not graded 
on your dunks necessarily. In the finals, each dunker will have two dunks, and the best score from those two dunks is your final score, and that will determine the winner. The judges this year are WNBA star Lisa Leslie, Julia Serving, Bob Lanier, George Gervin, and Walt Clyde Frazier. Card gets us started with an impressive 360 and a one-handed alley-oop for a solid first round. Uh, Darvin Ham is famous for having shattered a backboard in college and had an impressive first round with a loud alley-oop, a good one-handed reverse, and a 360 after touching the uh, backboard to round out his run. So, yeah, Darvin Ham, thank you. Good round by Darvin Ham. The problem is, it's Darvin Ham, so... Allen, uh, he should probably stick to shooting. He had some solid dunks here, but they're mostly unexciting. A normal double clutch, a mid-air hand switch for a second, and then he misses his third dunk. Right out of the gates here, Kobe owns this competition. The swagger, the confidence, it's oozing out of Kobe right now. Everybody else in this competition appears nervous, uneasy, unsettled. Not Kobe. Here's here to win, and he started out with a great floating one hand up and under and finishes his round off with a great split-legged reverse. There's a very fun trivia note here. Bryant scored only a 37 in this first round. He's not a sure thing for the second round, and a decent round from both Sura and Finley will knock Kobe out and perhaps change NBA history as we know it. Okay, probably not, but still fun to think about if Kobe had never won this competition. They took this thing away. Kobe won it, and they still took it away. <laughs> I should Bob Sura won this thing. <laughs> would not have gone well, but anyway. Uh, I would certainly not worry about one, uh, worry about one Bob Sura. Uh, because he has a rather pathetic showing after he misses his first dunk that then puts in two basic as basic can be dunks to round out his round. Finley, who finished second in last year's competition, he was in the 1996 competition, needs a 36 to advance. His first dunk is a windmill that he misses. The television of this uh, broadcast at this time cuts to a very perplexed, bored, and irritated Anthony Hardaway who's rubbing his temple wondering, oh, God. There's got to be something else to do here. <laughs> We're in Cleveland, huh? Shit, there's got to be something else to do. By the way, Cleveland, a jinx on the slam dunk contest. Next time they're in Cleveland, no dunk contest. That's what I'm going to say. Anyway, Finley does nail a, a pretty good alley-oop windmill that gets a comatose crowd to make some noise. And anyway, the first round scores will tell the tale here. Finley leads the competition with a 44. A 44 is the best score in the first round. Chris Carr has a 39. That gets him to the finals. Again, they're judging on the entire first round. 44-39. Kobe's 37. I said I was a little worried there. He got in. He was fine. The rest of the scores are putrid. 36 for Darvin Ham and 35 apiece for Bob Sura and Ray Allen. It's a bad dunk contest. Final round. Kobe does a great between-the-legs dunk that gets the crowd, including his famous prom date, Brandy. Very excited. Uh, this competition has some life again. Bryant gets a 49, a great start. That all screeches to a halt when Finley, who, okay, giving credit where it's due, tries to bring some fun into the competition by throwing an alley-oop, doing cartwheel, and dunking. Great idea. Execution. Well, listen for yourself. That could be the worst dunk I've ever seen in a dunk contest. You know, that, that, that wasn't the full cartwheel, so I'm going to take the C off. That was an art wheel. And I think I'll, he missed the dunk. I believe he missed the dunk. That's what's so sad. You do a cartwheel and you don't get the dunk in. Sad, Mike. Again, I'm giving him credit. He, he tried something here. The crowd laughed. The crowd got excited. It was 
it was a fun moment. He he does perhaps the worst cartwheel you've ever seen, and, and then he misses the dunk. And but again, though, you'll never hear a crowd cheer louder for a missed dunk in a dunk contest. So I won't rag on Finley too much here. Good try, good effort. Uh, it's not going to work out very well, though. Uh, Carr, uh, what conservative? He does a nice alley-oop windmill. Not spectacular, but a solid dunk. Kobe already has a 49, so he doesn't need to do much to win. He tries for an alley-oop between the legs, but he misses it. You're probably thinking, like, Kobe won the dunk contest. Yes, the final dunk in the dunk contest that Kobe won, he missed it. Because he already had the 49 in the first round, so he's going to miss his final dunk. So it's going to take a 50 from somebody to get it done. If that doesn't tell you the story of this slam dunk contest's fading star, then nothing will. That Kobe Bryant won on a missed dunk. Finley tries to dunk two balls, but he only makes one. Kobe fist pumps when Michael Finley misses. We've reached the nadir. And this causes even the television announcers to say, Kobe, it's supposed to be a fun competition, man. You're not supposed to be fist bumping if a guy misses a dunk or whatever but we're here so it's all up to check my notes here Chris Carr to keep the dunk contest alive alright I am hopeful Chris Carr now you're talking about Chris Carr now remember he's got a dunk called the windmill and one he touches it off the glass and goes 360 well you might have to do them both That's not going to get it. No, I don't no. think that'll win. If not, if not, Kobe Bryant will be our slam dunk. Well, I, I, Bob, I'm going out on the line. <laughs> I'm going out on the line here. Yeah. I think Kobe's got this, guys. Yeah. Carter's a very nice alley-oop 360. He tries to get the crowd excited after his dunk. And while he really, you know, receives some polite cheers, it's not going to be enough to rally the judges. Carr ends with a 45. And Kobe Bryant is your NBA Slam Dunk Champion. The Slam Dunk Contest is over in more ways than one. Hope you guys enjoyed this episode of the NBA at 75 Slam Dunk Contest retrospective series here uh, at Over and Back. Uh, you can, of course, read written components of this entire series over at fansided.com and the step back at fansided.com. Make sure you follow us on Twitter, on Facebook, everywhere you can follow people at OverandBackNBA. We are there. And you can make sure, of course, to review, subscribe, and share wherever you listen to your podcast. So thank you guys so much for listening. <sighs> Take a deep breath. It's going to get a lot better with the next episode because we are finally going to get into the year 2000. And we get to finally get into an all-time great slam dunk contest that I cannot wait to talk about because we have talked about some bad ones as of late and perhaps not as bad as this 1997 contest. But it's all going to be good. Every contest from here forward is a great contest. So thank you guys, of course, for listening. Thank you so much for your support. Again, follow us at Overback NBA. Subscribe wherever you listen to your podcast. We'll be back again next time. Take care. Bye.